Morning, Miss Evelyn. Good morning, Toby. How are you doing this morning? Good. It's Friday, your favorite day. I just did a check on our uh, podcast, and uh, we've increased our coverage to a few countries. And what I'd like to propose to you is at 2021, we go visit each of these countries and visit with our listeners. Okay. It's a great idea. United States. What part of the United States do you want to visit? Oh, I thought we were going to other countries. We are. Oh, well, I want to visit all of the United States. Canada? Yes, I'd like to go back up there a little bit. Yes. Denmark. Oh, absolutely. Now, that's my favorite of all is Denmark. It does offer a lot of uh, tourist pluses. Yes. If there's any people left in the world (laughs) in 2021. Yeah. How about Australia? Australia might not be bad. Certain parts of Australia. I haven't said enough about that. Some places are almost like parts of Arizona. Don't look too good. <laughs> I think Sydney should be pretty good. How about uh, my favorite, Mexico? Mexico. Well, now, it would not be at the top of my list. Go down there for the food. Mm. I love real Mexican food. No, I'd rather go someplace like Spain or Greece or uh, go back to uh, Italy, places like that. Well, we have Italy on the list of uh, people who listen to us, so we can go back. Oh, my goodness. Maybe we could do a bed and breakfast with them. Finland. Finland. I don't know if I know very much about Finland. I wouldn't mind going to uh, Greenland and Iceland. We'll know after we visit Finland. Germany. Germany. Germany sounds scary to me. I guess it's not. I guess I'm just old enough to remember some of the things, you know, that Hitler did and stuff like that. So it's Mm -hmm. a little scary to me. Especially when we're confronted with what's happening in America today. How about uh, Chesnia? Oh. And it's it's the smallest country in Europe, it's 120 miles by 80 miles. Oh, my gosh. What's this surrounded by? It's surrounded by all the uh, communist-held countries. Ooh. It's supposed to have the best climate in the world. It has mountains, and then it has lowlands. So you get a diverse temperature and topography at uh, Chesnia. Well, I did not know that. That sounds interesting. See what we get when we listen to the Retired Rotors podcast? What about Brazil? Brazil, if it's friendly, yes. <laughs> Brazil. I'd like to go to Costa Rica. Why? Uh, to go to the, uh, what do you call it? The forest where Chelsea went. And the final country is uh, Belgium. Belgium. Hmm. I don't know. Belgium, I guess. Yeah. I'll have to do some reading up on all these places because some of them I don't know anything at all about. The only thing I know about Belgium is they're in that clump of uh, countries that were in the uh, World War II. So they're clustered in there around Germany and that area. They do say like Scotland and Ireland are very pretty. Anybody from Scotland and Ireland? Got no listeners from Scotland, but we do Ireland. Ooh. Yeah, Ireland was uh, the second most. Really? These people must really, I tell you what, we probably should decide on what places to go by the least number of people who are listening. Mm. Because if they're all listening to our podcast, they need to get a life. <laughs> you know, we'd be sitting around doing podcasts all the time for these people.
what we need to do is invite them all to come and visit us. Oh, <laughs> yeah, especially right now. That'd be a good idea. Let's move cross country and check in with Stephen Joe and see how he's doing with his podcast and where his countries are that listen to he and Trent on Professionally Unprofessional. Hello. What you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? Well, you're on our podcast. Oh, yeah? Yep. Nice. You caught me just between deer sessions. Between what? Deer season started today. I said, you caught me between deer sessions. Oh. I ran to the house. I was getting ready to run back out. Your timing is good. Our topic is the countries that are listening to our podcast. We've got several, and we were wondering about the countries who are listening to your podcast. First of all, tell us about your podcast, the origin of it, and the purpose of it, and the uh, principles involved. The uh, origin of the podcast is just something, I don't know, I listen to podcasts. You know, it's just something I always did. I always liked talk radio. Uh, you and I, when I was a kid, we'd go running around on Saturdays. Uh, I was in school during the week. But we would go running around on Saturdays and we'd listen to, oh, the programs that they had on KGMO in the morning. Yeah, the radio station. Yeah, KGMO. They had a Saturday morning. It was kind of like a, uh, a radio play. I would listen to that while you were running your errands and stuff. So it really got me into podcasts, listening to podcasts. And I always thought, man, that'd be really cool. I'd like to do that. But, you know, it's always good to have a, have a topic, something you're passionate about, knowledgeable about. So worked into, slowly worked into business. I mean, I've been in sales for 40 years. My son, youngest son, Trenton, uh, has a marketing degree. And he just one day said, Dad, why don't we do a business podcast? And I thought, that's a good idea. So this next week, November 24th, will be our sixth month, 26th week. Uh, we do one a week. And it'll be our 26th week, and we try to keep them entertaining. We try to do something business-oriented, but we don't want to sound like a bunch of stuffy shirts, you know. So we try to keep it interesting. Last week, we did teachers, and this coming week, we're going to do firemen. And what do fire – you know, I, I did an interview with our local fire chief, and one of the questions I ask is, you know, when you don't have a fire call, what do firemen do all day? And it's very interesting. They do a lot of stuff that you don't really realize. So that's the kind of stuff that we try to do. We want to be interesting. We want to be funny. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, my, my son Tritton works for uh, Best Drive in Salt Lake City, Utah. So we'll talk about his day a little bit. We'll talk about my day. We'll talk about, you know, our other children. We'll talk about my wife. We'll talk about you. Talk about Evelyn. You know, just, just personal things so that it doesn't sound like it's, a, it's a, a seminar. We don't want to be a seminar. Seminars are boring. So we want to be interesting. We want to give, about, give out a little bit of personal information each week about us. It's not too much personal, but personal information you know, that makes us human. And that's what a podcast is. It's entertaining. A podcast is, it can be informative if you want it to be, but it's supposed to be entertaining. And the reason you want people to listen and the reason you want people to come back is, is for the entertainment purpose. So we have, uh, as of right now, we have had listeners in 16 states, 54 cities, and four countries, and those countries are Germany, United Kingdom, and Ireland, and we keep getting repeated listeners from Dublin, Ireland. So I don't know what it is that uh, they like about us, but they like us in Dublin. I think uh, when Barack Obama went to Ireland to trace his mother's ancestry, she is uh, kin to the Carney family, and he even in the research we did, my sister Sue did the research, one of his mother's 
ancestors is a carney, K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. And I think they spelled it over there, K-E-A-R-N-Y. They did trace it back to Grandma Carney. That could very well be. They just listened to us because we are descendants of Barack Obama. It actually was Grandpa Carney, yeah. Grandpa Carney, very nice. Evelyn and I have challenged ourselves to go visit each of the countries where we have listeners. We reviewed them this morning in the first part of this uh, podcast. The uh, area that I uh, think most about is Chesnia, C-Z-E-C. H-I-A, it's the Czech Republic. Prague is a is a capital. It's a country that's 120 miles by 80 miles. So, yeah. man, it's, it's not even the size of Illinois. No, it's really not. And my good friend that owns the uh, breakfast restaurant out here is from the Czech Republic, so. Really? He might be able to, he might be able to give you some advice. Of course, uh, he left there to come here, so I might be saying something. Is his name Joe? Uh, he goes by Joe. He's got a very he's got a very unusual first name, and I keep having to write it down because I can't ever remember it. And I write off the top of my head, I can't think of it. But he just goes by Joe because it's he says it's it's uh, American sounding. He's a talker. He asks about you every time I talk to him. He does that. Chris and I go out there, and he does that. He'll slide in for a little bit and tell me how much he just dislikes me, and you know he likes to. Because, I mean, you know, it's, he's one of those guys that it's hard for him to say nice things, but he runs a business. So when people are complimenting him and doing stuff for him, he'll shake his head and, and, and you know, kind of smile a little bit. Uh, you don't hear him say thank you very often because it's hard for him to accept. Uh, a couple of years ago, I have a buddy that, uh, that cuts steel and makes designs. So I had him cut a design and made probably about two foot wide a metal cutout that said cozy table. And I gave it to him for Christmas. I just said here, I, I, cause I, I went in, it was funny cause I went in, he said, uh, what do you want? I'm giving you no money. Well, I'm not here for money. What do you want? What are you saying? I said, I got a Christmas present for you. Oh yeah, I got a Christmas present for me. And I gave that to him and he legitimately just looked at me. I mean, he wasn't going to cry. He looked at me. He didn't know what to say. And he just went off into his office. And so all the girls were looking at it and they were just like, oh, this is great. And he came back out and he said, this is like one of the greatest things I've ever received. Thank you very much. And I could tell that it was kind of odd for him to thank thank me or thank anybody. But uh, being in the service industry, you know, you, you kind of got to be friendly, the, the friendly as you can. So he's a very serious man. So I imagine if you go to the Czech Republic, you're going to run into a lot of serious people. Here's something you can use on your professionally unprofessional. When I was in radio at WFRX, I had a very good year and I got a bonus or gave me a bonus for Christmas. And so instead of using the bonus for me or my family, I decided to do something good for my key top advertisers, and I went out and bought 12 turkeys, presented them to the key advertisers. And Joey, one year later, not one of those advertisers were on the air. <laughs> not one of them. It says a lot. It says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, and I said after that, it says a lot. every bonus I get is going to go into the family till. Yeah, used to do that. You know, any place I ever works, and that Christmas cards and thank you notes and all this stuff to people, and, and nobody ever acknowledged that they received. And it's like, okay, well, it's one of those things. You know, I'm not gonna. If you're gonna be in, if you're gonna be in sales in any way uh, nowadays, especially nowadays, especially in this time, in COVID time, when every dollar that a business makes is 
goal. You got to prove your worth by results. You know, I mean, that was pretty much the gauge of anything. Anytime you sold, it was results. But yeah, you did a little nice things. You think outside of the box, do a little something nice for them, and it went a long way. Now it's just, yeah, man, show me results. I appreciate this. I appreciate that. But you got to show me results because. We're fighting for every dollar we can get when people aren't spending like they used to. Let me uh, ask you the important question. Tell me about your deer hunting. Deer season started actually officially at 5.12 a.m. And so it's not really deer hunting if you don't see or shoot anything. It's more going out in the woods and sitting by yourself. And at any other time of the year, you go out into somebody else's woods and set. They usually call the cops because, you know, you don't want some strange guy sitting in your woods. So I saw a couple in a distance, but... Uh, you know, the place that I deer hunt is the last, well, I've owned deer hunt. This is the fourth year I've been there. The last three years, I've shot one within the first two hours, get it taken care of, and then I go back out with my second permit. And today, I didn't see anything. A lot of shots around me, but didn't see anything. Came home, of course, let the dog out. The wife's working today, so going to go back out this afternoon. Uh, can't get them if you're at the house. I, I've always said that, but you can't sit out there all day long either. It's really hard. Especially for somebody like me who's prone to blood clots, you know, I can't sit. I am in a, uh, I am in an office chair. My buddy had built a little shelter. It's a, it's a tree stand. It's an enclosed tree stand with windows. So when you get up in it, you pop the windows out, and that's how you, that's how you shoot. And it's got an office chair, a leather reclining office chair. That's old. It's cracked, but. It is so comfortable. I mean, it's like one of those sitting in it and just lay back and go to sleep if you wanted to. So tell me about the licensing to hunt deer. If you want to get to the first lottery, if you had a permit before, you just get online to the uh, uh, Illinois Department of Natural Resources, go into deer permits, and fill out the information, put in your last year's number or your Social Security number, and your information will pop up, and you buy your permits or I believe they're $24.50 each, and they will mail them to you sometime in two or three months if you do that in April. Well, I got to where I just kept forgetting because you don't think about deer season in April. Well, what I did learn is that Walmart starts selling them on the 20th of October, and they sent back so many because there's so many of them that don't get – they don't all get sold out in Illinois. There's a lot of hunters, but there's a lot more permits. So we go out, I go out on the 20th of October, and I stand in line. There was about 10 people in line, but it's a slow process. So I stood in line. I was the 10th person. I stood in line for about an hour and 10 minutes. But you get up, you give them your Social Security number. They type it in. Your information pops up. They print out your permits. Boom, you're good to go. In Illinois, and I don't know about other states, but I'm sure it's the same, not only do you have to have the deer permits, but you also have to have a hunting license, just like a fishing license. If I was smart... I would buy my, my fishing and hunting license at the same time. I think it's like $35 or something like that. But I don't think about hunting in the spring. So I go out and buy my fishing license for the year and have it. And then I think, oh, I didn't go get my hunting license. So I've got to do that, which is 1850 And in Illinois, you have to have a habitat stamp, which is $5. Just another way for the state to make money. Don't know what the habitat stamp does other than keeps you from getting uh, in trouble if you get pulled over and you know, I've been pulled over before because I got a rack that goes on the back of my car. Get a buddy of mine that I hunt at. He lifts the deer up onto the rack for me and secures it. And I take it to a processing place in West Frankfurt where they'll take it off and they'll cut it up into whatever we want to cut it up into. Usually just hamburger. We usually just do hamburger. It's cheap. It's quick. 
my wife can do a lot with chili and spaghetti, uh, scrambled hamburgers. Uh, we go through a lot of that. So love deer. And just one of those things, our kids grew up on it. Know a lot of people who just they won't eat deer. Deer's leaner, deer, deer's less greasy, and deer's a lot better for you. But a lot of people just won't eat it. So my kids grew up on deer, and they love it. So I've heard of people who mixed sausage with deer meat. Yeah, it, it, there's places you can take it. There's places in Albers, Illinois. Uh, if you're getting, uh, cause we just do hamburgers. So it's just my deer. They take my deer and they grind it up. Well, that's pretty cheap. It's $15. I usually get about 22 to 25 pounds of deer meat for $15. That's cheap. You can't get beat anywhere for that price. If you get summer sausage, slim Jims, deer bacon, you know, things like that, they'll ask you if you want to, if you want fillers, if you say, Hey, I want 20 pounds of summer sausage. And you have 18 pounds of deer, they're going to fill it with two pounds of sausage or pork or something, you know, in that realm. I don't ever want fillers because anything you fill it with is, has grease in it. So you can tell if they filled it without you knowing it when you go cook it up and you've got grease in your pan. Because, you know, deer meat just doesn't, it doesn't create grease at all. What kind of weapon do you use? 16-gauge browning that originally had belonged, well, originally, I don't know if originally it had it, but it had belonged to my grandpa Barney. I have a buddy who's a gunsmith. And there are certain weapons, certain shotguns that you can shoot birdshot through, but you should never shoot slug through. So I took it to my buddy at the gun place and said, I want to shoot slugs out of this gun. Can you tell me that's safe? I don't want to do any damage to this gun whatsoever. And he took it apart and cleaned it. And I mean, it, it looks like it's brand new, but he confirmed using specific slugs. And it is a very straight shooting. I don't have the best eyesight and I'm sitting pretty high in a tree. But I shot it probably 60 or 70 yards, which doesn't look from the ground, probably wouldn't have hit that deer. But from the from the height I was at and the fact that it decided to stop and stand still for a minute, that helps, too. I've never had to shoot a deer while it's running. I don't know that I could. Why couldn't you? My eyesight. When I'm in the stand, I have my glasses on. I have a pair of glasses that I wear that I'm supposed to wear, you know. Not supposed to wear. I wear when I drive. I wear when I get tired. My eyes get tired. Uh, so I wear them in the stand. Uh, I used to just have binoculars. So if I thought I saw something move, I'd pull the binoculars up. Oh, with my glasses, I can see just fine. So, you know, the two doe that I saw this morning on the other side of the railroad tracks, you know, I saw those. I knew I was hoping they'd come my way, and then I was kind of hoping they weren't coming my way because I think it was a mama and a baby. Uh, but it was probably a year and a half old doe. So she was she was pretty good size, but she was uh, obviously following her mother. Though I like to deer hunt, I'm not a killer. I've shot a deer before I've had to track. My stepfather shot a deer before that we've had to track, and there's been deers that he couldn't find, and it breaks his heart and mine too because that's just a waste. That's killing something just for the heck of it, and that, that's not me. Uh, I do it for the meat. I try to keep it as non-personal as possible. I probably could shoot one while I was running, but that's what that's what that's that's another thing that's in my mind is if I just wound it and it runs off, uh, then I've just shot something to be shooting something, and that's not the point of why I go out there. Hey, Joey, got a question for you. Hey. Yeah. Yep, Joe's been looking at all these countries that look at our podcast, and he would like to know which country that I'm going to give you some names of would you would rather, you would like to visit most, okay? Belgium? Is this a, I would like to visit, or am I picking one? Well, just uh, tell me yes or no if you'd like to go to see it. Okay, yes or no. Got it, got it. Belgium. Yes. Brazil. 
Yes. <laughs> Italy? Yeah. Yeah. Germany? Yes. Ireland? Yes. Canada? Uh, just to say I did. Denmark? Uh, no. Australia? Yes. Finland? Uh, just to say I did, if, if I did. Iceland? No. Greenland? No. Costa Rica? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, your dad uh, likes all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my number one would definitely be Australia. Yes. I've always wanted to go to Australia. My, my, the only thing keeping me, well, other than, you know, cost of the flight is the length of the flight. Oh, I know. The only thing, because Samantha went to Australia, right? Yes. 23, like 23 hours. Yeah. And and she ended like up that. having some kind of anxiety attack from then on every time she got on a plane. Probably just be one giant blood clot by the time I got there. Yeah. So, uh, yes, but she I was, would. That's, that's, sometimes <laughs> I always wanted to go. Yeah, you need to hike over there. That'd be better for you. Yeah, yeah I'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'd walk. Yeah, see a lot of scenery on your way. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah, three hours is, uh, I can tolerate three hours. On a good day yeah. in a plane, but more than that, no. I I can make yeah, it to Hawaii only because I know what's there when I get there. Oh yeah, yeah. The going to Hawaii is great. It's the coming back. It's just like, why does it seem twice as long coming home? Oh, I know. And the plane is twice as small, and you're sitting on top of people. Very true. The first time we went over, we had Sam uh, took turns uh, sitting on uh, you guys' laps all the way over there and all the way back. Oh yeah. 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 She didn't have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I thought I would not do that today. Must be for younger oh, no, people. Oh, that'd be rough today. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. Okay, I was just checking in to see where you wanted to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. It's not that, and you got listeners from these places, so it's not like I wouldn't want to visit your country. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know anything about your country, Greenland and Iceland. I don't know anything about that. Right. Uh, They may be the most beautiful country in the world, and I would be missing out. I just just know that there's a few places that I would really like to visit, and, you know, Australia being number one, uh, just, I don't know why. And it may be the worst, maybe the worst experience of my life. Yeah. But that's just some place I've always wanted to go. Yeah. The only thing I knew about, Iceland and Greenland is they say they're just the opposite that Iceland is green and Greenland is all ice, which I never understood. And I'm not oh, sure that's, that's true. Yeah. And I think didn't uh wasn't there some uh presidential guy who tried to buy Greenland recently? Trump? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna mention the name, but yeah, I Really? I, I'm pretty sure he tried to buy Greenland and they were like, Yeah, no, we're not for sale. Yeah, I think I do remember that. Not too long ago, he was going to buy something. Yeah, it, yeah. Wasn't. it was just a few months ago. So, Hey, maybe we should have the real estate people call him and give him a good deal so he'll move. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> buy it and turn it into Trump land. There you go. He could run yeah. for a re-election from there. They'd love him over there. Yeah, I think I'll call him today and tell him I got a new idea. There you go. Yeah, give him a call. <laughs> okay. VRBO. Call the VRBO people. <laughs> yeah, we'll do. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Okay. Hey, uh, go kill Bambi and grind it up. Yeah, well, I thought, I was thinking, well, Mom and, uh, are we still on? Yeah. Okay. You don't, you, you, tell that story. You <laughs> yeah, go ahead and tell it. Okay. I was going to say, uh, I saw Mom, I, I say Mom and Baby. It wasn't a baby. It was a year and a half old. So it would have been, 
a small doe, it would have been really, really good meat. But if I'm going to shoot mom, and I had to assume it was mom, it could have just very well been two doe walking together. If I'm gonna shoot, if I'm gonna shoot one, I'm gonna shoot them both. Because what kills me is after you shoot one, the other one stands there and doesn't run off until after you're done field dressing. And you're like, you need to leave. I'm so sorry. I'm doing this for a reason that you do not understand. And after I back the car down and, and they load the deer onto the rack, then the deer finally wanders off. And I'm like, you know what it reminds me of? The very first time I came and visited you in North Carolina and Chris and I left. And out of my rearview mirror, you were standing in the driveway of your house. And you looked down onto the ground and you kicked a rock or something. And you turned around and you rambled into the garage like you were sad that we were leaving. Well, I was. I know you were. And we had actually left something there. And Chris said, we're not going back. I think your dad will cry. <laughs> Can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was Stetson's pacifier or what it was. We'll just stop and buy one. No, it was Stetson. <laughs> it might have been just been Stetson. That could have been it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, what would John say about you killing a deer? Jonathan? Yeah. Good thing I don't call him and ask his permission, but I would say he probably would not like it. I tell you what, Sam's got one. Uh, Cormick just absolutely does not want any animals hurt. He wants to be a uh, veterinarian. One of our good friends, his daughter, uh, is in like, uh, it's an environmental biology deal, <laughs> and she works with animals and does stuff with animals. She she went to, uh, and I can't tell you what kind, if they're terns, the large birds, some kind of a tern or something, and they go hunting in Canada, and she went up there and went hunting. And she said, well, you know, I'm a conservationist. I'm a, I, I work with animals and stuff, but I also like to hunt. I used to go squirrel hunting. I don't do that anymore because I don't know anybody who can cook squirrel. So if I go kill a squirrel, it's just to be killing a squirrel. What's the point? You know, I used to go rabbit hunting. Nobody around here cooks rabbits anymore. Don't kill them if you're not going to use them. So I don't feel great about it. Aspen used to tell me, first of all, she used to tell me I couldn't kill deer. And then when we explained to her why... She said, no mommies and daddies, no babies, only ugly grandma and grandpas. <laughs> oh, I, so, I, I appreciate yeah, that. So, well, it, it was, it was, her thing was old deer. Yeah. She's like, if they're old, that's okay. That's what she was trying to say was, and she was little. I mean, we're talking, uh, I started hunting 22 years ago. She would have been three years old. So probably five or six years old, she's saying, you know, they've got to be old and ugly and, you know, no mommies and daddies, no blah, blah, blah. You know, now she's, hey, uh, asking her what she wants for Christmas. She said, I want deer meat. Hmm. I'm like, all right, send me a text. What kind of deer meat do you want? So I get a deer. I'm going to split it with her and give her some deer meat because they love deer meat and they're eating healthy. You know, she... She's working hard at the University of Memphis, and Destiny's working in it. I mean, she's got her a new job working at a hospital. Don't know exactly what she's doing, but it's a really good job, and they're eating healthy because they're always on the go, and they said it's, it's easier than popping snack food and, you know, cooking up bad stuff, so they, they eat healthy, and, and they're not vegans by any means, but they, they do a lot of fish and a lot of vegetables, you know, lots and lots of vegetables. But Aspen came home this last weekend. I saw her after, I don't know, probably two months since I've seen her. And she's lost a significant amount of weight. 
She looked really good. Another thing to tell her is just what you said when we started talking about hunting. You have many more deer than you have hunters, and you have yeah. permits uh, that go unused, and the reason is is because the glut of the herd, and the herd has to be uh, harvested so that they stay healthy. That, and eventually they would be taking over, you know, you'd have them here on the city streets. Uh, I live on a main street in a town of just under 7,000 people, and I live right across the street from the high school, but I have a uh, probably about a one acre, maybe a three quarters of an acre wooded area behind me. And we have deer that live there in town. We have deer that live there. So that's another problem is if they're not curtailed, then they're going to start encroaching on our area. I mean, two months ago, I told my wife's car driving just, just out east of Benton. I told her her car, it was a nice sunny day and the sun was just, it was in the morning, just right on my windshield. So I had my little visor down. And it was really bright, and my sunglasses on, and I hit some trees that shaded the road. And as soon as I hit those that shade, there's a buck standing right there in the middle of the road. Didn't even move. I hit it. I don't know where it went. I hit it. Just blew her car up. Luckily, I wasn't. I mean, didn't get any injuries. Scared the crap out of me, I guess. But didn't get any injuries or anything. But I mean, just destroyed her car. The whole front of her car was in the back seat of her car when I got done because it was all laying all over the road. But there was no blood. There was no nothing. I don't know if that deer disintegrated. But anyway, just, she loved that car. Just crap, huh? Yeah. No, there was none of that. <laughs> there was nothing. It was like, it, it was just like, so re- really what it is, is before I pull the trigger this weekend, I'm going to say, this is for my wife's car. Oh. <laughs> so this is more of a revenge hunt. Sweet vengeance. Yes, yeah, sweet vengeance. Hey, yeah. you know, you should have told your uncle this day off. Great visiting with you, as always, and uh, we did include that story on the podcast. Is it okay? That's fine. It's <laughs> fine, as long as it's okay with you. Hey, listen. Do not want to, uh, don't want to uh, insult or uh, upset any of your listeners, but you do talk about slaughter animals all the time, so I guess that wasn't too bad. Somebody in Chechnya might take offense to it, and if they do, they'll okay. contact us, and that'll be the person we'll go stay with. Well, that, I was going to say, they, they may just contact you and say, hey, come on over, Americans. We would love to have you here. Yes, and your deer gun. Yeah, bring your deer gun and your son with you. Always love you, Joey. <laughs> love you, too. Take care. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Joey.